Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. There are many other attending questions to this whole COVID-19 thing that's spiraling seemingly out of control. It's impacted the markets. Economics are also uh, being studied here more so than the health thing in some quarters. But uh, John Turlewood has joined us before we get to our panel. He's a risk management consultant specializing in capital markets with extensive experience on Bay and Wall Streets and a friend of the Oakley Show. John, I appreciate you weighing in this afternoon. Not a problem. Always a pleasure, John. Yeah, uh, when we've seen the markets again uh, doing a deep dive, TSX down 12.3%, dropped over 1,700 points today. The Dow down 10%. We're decidedly into a bear market, but uh, where do you see this all going? Is there still bad news to come? Well, well, John, let me let me uh, paint the picture for you uh, this way. I mean, this is the worst day since May 1940 uh, when the Nazi blitzkrieg was uh, wreaking havoc across Europe. Uh, we haven't seen uh, a day like this uh, since that time. Over the last five business days, John, we've been down 24.63% on the TSX. Oil was down 6% today. Oil was down 33% over the last five business days. And the question is, what is causing this? And, and we know the virus is, is at the core of it, but it's the, the sudden economic stops. And, for example, closing schools for two weeks, as we're going to do in Ontario, uh, is an example of those kind of economic sudden stops. We also see it with the NBA, with uh, Major League Baseball, and now with the NHL. And all this, what this does is it, it brings the economy to a kind of grinding, sudden halt. Um, and uh, the result of that is uh, we can see in the markets it's, it's uh, fear, economic fear. So we're, we're seeing people selling off uh, stocks, trying to get into cash, or even selling gold, John, which is usually a safe haven. Uh, it was down today as well. So, so where this is going is, is uh, uh, to a solution that government is going to have to bring forward. We saw a bit of that today with the Fed. We had some uh, short-term uh, financing issues that the Bank of America had raised uh, in the papers this morning, and the Fed responded with uh, billions that they're going to put into uh, uh, short-term financing and remanaging or better managing the sale of U.S. Treasuries to deal with that. But the real issue, John, is the fiscal response. And uh, if you recall, when I was chatting uh, to you about this yesterday, uh, you know, in Ontario and Canada generally, we're spending about $27 per person, whereas in the U.K., they're spending 800 bucks per person on this issue. And we really need a fiscal response uh, that is uh, tied to the kind of consequences we're seeing with this economic sudden stops. Well, uh, can we do it? Uh, can we have impact doing it in Canada? Because the budget coming out from Bill Morneau on March 30th, and second part of that question is, can we afford to wait until the 30th? Because, uh, you know, he may have something on plan, but geez, that's, you know, like uh, 18 days away. Yeah, I don't believe we can wait uh, 18 days. I think we need uh, action now. That was my concern uh, when the plan for Canada came out just the other day, that $1.1 billion, it just simply wasn't enough. Um, you know, we need to solve uh, this this virus issue. We need to have uh, testing kits. We need to know uh, who's infected and who's not so that we can control it. And we definitely need to, uh, you know, take up the slack that is the result of these economic sudden stops. 
And we're not doing that right now. And waiting two weeks is waiting two weeks too long. So uh, would you then say, for example, the school closures for two weeks, the closing down of the major leagues and sports uh, is a way of addressing this impactfully, Trump, uh, a travel ban from all of Europe. It's just like, let's pound this thing into the ground so that we can signal something positive in the not-too-distant future, sooner rather than later, that perhaps would lead to some kind of a, a rally or clawing our way back? Yeah, I, I, well, I, I'm not going to endorse the travel ban. I thought that was rather, uh, uh, that was not the best solution. But having these situations where we're stopping large groups of people getting together is exactly what the health authorities are, are arguing for. I think we need to, to do that in concert with uh, increasing the testing so we know who is infected by this virus, and most importantly, working on a solution to this virus as well. If, you know, we look at China, they're, they're back at work now, get, heading back to work. Uh, you know, it's about a three-month cycle. Uh, if we can get a solution to this, uh, you know, be it a vaccine or some kind of other kind of medication, uh, and get out at the end of this in three months and get back to work, I think we'll see what's happening in the market snap back uh, and snap back pretty fast. But we do need to have fiscal, uh, you know, a fiscal response from the federal government to step in here. You know, we're looking at billions and billions of dollars of lost revenue. That's revenue that, uh, you know, people use to pay for their mortgages and to put food on the table and to, uh, you know, survive. Retirement plans in the state's 401ks, RRSPs here. I mean, a lot of things have become uh, decimated in the last couple of weeks. So we're into a bear market now. Does that send uh, signals that maybe this is going to take longer to uh, sort of rebound from than might ordinarily be expected? Well, keep in mind what's caused this. Again, it's these, these sudden economic stops caused by this virus and trying to bring it under control. Uh, this wasn't caused by uh, high unemployment rates, lack of liquidity, anything along those lines. So if we can get this virus under control, John, I think we'll see uh, you know, things snap back pretty quickly. Uh, you know, it may not be what they call a V-bounce. It may be a U-bounce. Um, so we're in a, in a dip for a while. Uh, but the kind of sell-off we're seeing right now, a lot of it doesn't make uh, uh, you know, a lot of sense uh, other than in the short term. And the problem is, is that people don't have a clear picture, and government is not giving them, particularly in the United States and in Canada, a very clear path as to how they're going to help them fiscally uh, get through this, uh, the next three or four months. I was kind of curious about China's rebound. Uh, now, was this a health outcome that they've changed the trajectory, flattened the curve, so to speak? Uh, or do you suspect it might be political and economic that they're uh, letting people go back to work now? Uh, it may actually rebound or rear its head again, this COVID thing in China, would it not? It's possible, but, you know, it's hard to tell what's, uh, what's true and what's not coming out of China. But the fact is, is that they, they are restarting uh, their factories are getting people back to work. Uh, what they're reporting in terms of the virus and its spread, they're, they're showing that the numbers are going down dramatically compared to what they were at the start of this. It appears that they're at the tail end of this, uh, this virus and its spread, and they've managed to bring it under control, according, again, to uh, the state uh, media. Uh, I would be surprised if they, they put everyone back to work, frankly, in this uh, spread uh, even more, because that's just going to do more economic damage to the, the Chinese. Global uh, supply chains uh, that the Chinese support are in doubt now because of all of this. They have a lot of work to do to make up for uh, what's happened. Yeah, a lot of people are suggesting that, uh, you know, we start uncoupling from China because of our dependency on them, and this has come into stark relief, you know, on matters like uh, pharmaceuticals, for example, where 97% of them are manufactured now 
in China. So is the operative word confidence? I mean, markets really do move on confidence. And if we can find confidence from the health authorities, our leadership, and uh, know that we're addressing this, and then the numbers come down, do you see brighter days ahead once we establish that? Absolutely, John. Uh, You know, financial crises are are not uh, uncommon in Canada. We've gone through many, many of them and come out the other end uh, doing well. The same will happen with this. Uh, You know, uh, six months from now, you and I will be sitting in the studio and chatting with each other. We may not be shaking hands, but uh, we'll be able to sit across from one another and and make money and and look at our RSPs going up. All right. Uh, As you say, one of the darkest days on the market since the Blitzkrieg raged and the body stank. Uh, pleased to meet you. John Turley-Ewart, risk yep. management consultant specializing in capital markets with extensive experience on Bay and Wall Streets. We will see you in studio before too long. Take care. You got it. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 